0: So, you've come back for more. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Voices from the Northeast podcast. We are going to talk to Neil and Eleanor tonight on the podcast, and they're going to be sharing their memories of allotments. Now, unlike my parents, who we spoke to in part one, Neil and Eleanor don't garden in the same way, they don't have an allotment of their own but what they do have are memories of Eleanor's father's allotment and Neil's grandfather's allotment, or Neil's pop, as he refers to him. Tonight's stories, in true Neil Nelner Eleanor fashion, uh, range from pigeons on the allotment to a chicken called Betsy. Oh, and a three-legged pig. You, you're going to have to hear Neil explain that one. I must warn listeners that this episode does contain Neil jokes, Um, but since we're halfway through series 2 now, I figure you're used to those by now and you've stuck around. (laughs) Right then, I'm going to dial in to Neil and Elna and hand over to them to tell their stories. So, are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin.
1: dad had an allotment on Green Lane just as you come over the crossing oh right
0: yeah just over the railway tracks
1: yes Um, so he used to go there and I used to enjoy going when I had time after school and things like that Um, he kept uh, pigeons which he didn't race just let them fly around and uh he well, enjoyed watching them well that's
2: cuz he couldn't fly, anyway. <laughs> he
1: couldn't fly <laughs> anyway oh dear me um we also had chickens oh right yes and uh, was also... that
0: for, was that for eggs or was that for it know... was
1: for eggs and for eating at the the dinner table oh right Yes. Now, I was a silly little girl and I named one of them oh, called dear. Betsy, which I still remember. <laughs> uh, and unfortunately, eventually, she did come to the table, oh.
2: which,
1: I, which I was most upset about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. Mm.
1: <laughs> but never mind. I used to enjoy collecting the eggs and. Uh, she, Betsy was very friendly out of all the chickens we had. Uh, She used to sit on my shoulder. Oh. Uh, Yes. And I used to give her a cuddle. Uh, It was really nice.
2: She was that good. She actually threw herself in the oven. (laughs) (laughs) Dear me. Oh, no. Um,
1: And then uh, we had some rabbits, but they were more pets.
0: Oh, thank goodness.
1: Yes. I had a couple of rabbits, uh, which, there again, I could um, go down and look after them. Uh, My brother as well. And we used to cuddle... Well, I used to cuddle them. He didn't uh, sort of bother that much about them because he was three years older than me. Uh Um, But uh, it was lovely. Um. Unfortunately, the one of them got killed because there was obviously when you're in allotments and food's being thrown down, you know, seeds and things. Uh, a rat had gotten into the hutch.
0: Oh dear.
1: Yes. Uh huh. So one of them died, but well, my dad got got one one eventually. So that that you know yeah
0: and so did your dad have the garden for for growing things as well was he growing veg and stuff
1: he he had veg uh he did these potatoes carrots uh lettuce uh brussels uh, cabbage cauliflower he did most of the vegetables what you what you eat yeah, which was nice. Uh, broad beans. Um, so, well, well, well fed from the uh, allotment, really. And
0: so, was that? And and when when did he start allotmenting? Do you know?
1: Uh, well, we moved to Roslynth Court when I was about seven, so I think he probably would have had it when he when I was seven. Um, possibly a bit younger, um, and he had it all the way through till... Ooh.
2: So, so you're now 70? <laughs> well, so... So that um, was 63 years, so he must have had it when he was in his 20s, late 20s. My dad? Yes. No, he wasn't. He was born in 24, dear. No, late 20s. When he was in his late 20s. Not 1920.
1: (laughs) Well, I was born in 50, so it was 57. He was born in 24.
0: So he's 30s, early 30s.
1: Early 30s, not 20s, dear. My late 20s is nearly it. <laughs> <early 20s. laughs> it's close
0: enough. It's close enough,
1: he, Neil. I'll he, give you that. He, he's, he's mixing us up.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stop confusing and, things, Neil. Uh, and he must have had it till, oh, my late teens, anyway. And All right. then we mo- moved um, further away from uh, Green Lane and I, he gave it up then.
2: Ah, but tell him about the flowers he used to like it. Well, the oh.
1: the only two flowers that he ever grew was hyacinths uh, and October daisies. Oh, uh, yes, they They must have been the ones my mum liked. So that that was what what he grew. So there was always bunches of either uh, the October daisies, which were either purple or pink. Mm. Um, and uh, the hyacinths, uh, there was a couple of different colours with those, but uh, very nice.
0: Oh, lovely. And did he have yeah. a green
1: greenhouse and a shed on his allotment? Um, he yes, we had some tomatoes. Yes, so he, ah, okay. so he, he had definitely a had the uh, the greenhouse. Yes. Um. So I had, uh, well, obviously the tomatoes and um. Trying to think if he did anything else in there. I can definitely remember the tomatoes, but yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I suppose I mean I, I think about what Dad grows in his greenhouse now, and I think things like courgettes and stuff. And I don't really know if they would have been growing them back then. Uh, no. Definitely tomatoes, but I don't think they'd have been quite as adventurous as you know him tries peppers and things now. Does yeah, I mean, Dad, um, so.
1: yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think that was about it. Yes.
0: Super. Do you, want me
2: to talk? Do you want me to talk now, Paul? Yes. Oh,
0: go on, Neil. Go on. You're itching. You're itching. <laughs> how can you tell?
2: How can you tell that? On the, on the uh-huh. video? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I haven't got much to tell about um, about allotments because my dad didn't have one. All oh, right. He was a fisherman. He his hobby was fishing, not allotments however me pop my me granddad, mm-hmm. granddad he had an allotment at Woodhorn oh ok so whereabouts would that have been then Neil that was behind well actually the allotments are still there they're just off the relief road between the relief road and Woodhorn road
0: oh ok so right. yes I see what you mean so the ones so are we talking about the roundabout down to the hospital? That's right. Right, okay, and the road that then goes towards the leisure centre all goes in towards town. That's right, that.
2: me me pops was just behind what is now the Hearst Castle pub.
1: Oh, all right.
2: You went, you went. There was a a road down there, down the side of the Hurst Castle, and you went down there, and that's where me pops allotment was. I suspect he wasn't really that good a gardener. He used to just go, I remember, he had a little shed, and attached to the shed was a little bit of a greenhouse. So you walked through the shed into the greenhouse. He had a lovely lovely veranda running off the shed with a lovely bench. Mm. And, And if memory serves, Pop used to spend most of his allotment time not digging, but just sitting on the bench watching the weeds grow, <laughs> smoking his pipe.
0: <laughs> so that leads me on to my question, the deal, which was, um, so was this more of a respite area for him, do you think? Uh, definitely.
2: I think a lot of the chaps used to go there just for the crack, as opposed to the um, the growing of vegetables, etc. My pop actually kept a pig. Oh, a pig! as did a lot of allotment holders. A lot of them kept, kept a pig in the allotment. Um, now, a little tear, me pop was very fond of this pig. And one Christmas, me nana said, Pop, we need pork for Christmas dinner. Well, of course, me pop didn't, he didn't want to kill the pig. But anyway, oh. he, ter- anyway he turned up, had a leg of pork for Christmas dinner. And the next time I went to the allotment, here was the pig, three-legged. Because he didn't, <laughs> because he didn't want to put it down. Oh. So I had a three-legged pig in the allotment. <laughs> Dear God. And, and here's another thing which oh, your no. podcast has oh, no. my find interesting, Paul. Mm-hmm. Right Now, the northeast of England is the only place where your mara can win a league show. <laughs> that was a... <laughs> oh man. So you have to be you have to be from the northeast to get that. Yes, so, yes. will be thinking, what's Kingy talking about? Y- your Mara can win a leak show but no, I'm sure they'll get the gist when they uh, when they think about it. The but will a lot of the um a lot of the allotment growers did take part in leak shows which were a Big thing then. I remember. I remember you, they had um, some of the clubs had like the the comrades and the northern. they were big, big competitions to go into, and you could win a washing machine. Go oh, hey, I mean there were a washing machine was a serious prize to win in them days, and the competition was fierce. You could get your leaks slashed, you know, if you weren't weren't keeping an eye on them. A lot of blokes used to live live in the in the greenhouse down on the allotments all night. In the Whereas, run
0: up to a leak show. Oh, in gosh. the
2: run up to the leak show because ooh, well, that's not worse, Paul, as you know. Well getting yes your leak, getting your leak slashed.
0: Well you wouldn't want that, no. Oh, well God.
2: no you wouldn't. <laughs> it, 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 uh, it's brought tears around. to my eyes a few days, I'll tell you. <laughs>
0: Oh, so that was I heard Eleanor there was. Was she saying her dad grew them just for for eating, or did he grow them to enter them in the shows?
1: No, my dad just bought uh, grew leeks for um, eating. All ah, right, Every, everything he grew was for eating, really.
2: Me mate, me mate, when I was working, he had uh, he had an allotment in Newbiggin, and he used to, he used to he was a keen. A keen leak grower and ended a lot of competitions. He's a judge now. If, oh, you're right. if you're listening, Ronnie, it's all about you this bit. And uh, <laughs> when when we on night shift, that new big allotments was the best patrolled allotments in the whole <laughs> of the northeast <laughs> <laughs> when it was leak time. When it was leak time, <laughs> you, Ronnie would say. But best just check the allotments. I says, we just check them two hours ago. I ah, will. <laughs> the leak slashers will be out.
0: <laughs> Dear me. Hey, hey. And of
2: course, you had, uh, you had people growing uh, the largest carrots or the longest carrots, uh, the biggest tomatoes and all this. So, you know, about 25, 30 years ago, the Northeast produced some marvelous veg growers. I mean, I think now they just go on about, you know, the biggest pumpkin.
0: <laughs>
2: well, well mm-hmm. the, when the clubs were in the heyday here, there was some fabulous veg produced as well as as well as flowers, some fabulous veg produced for the uh, for the club shows.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, I, you know, like you say as well, you know, those clubs are, well, they're dying breed now as well, you know, and the community that was involved in them is just vanishing and yeah. So it's, it's a big change in that sense, isn't it? You Like you say, there was so much went on and, and it was a whole community. The whole community was aware of when those shows were on because they were a big deal in your family, you know?
2: Well, um, that's right. Yeah. And of course the, um, the NCB, the national core board did their utmost to help, um, the allotment growth because, uh, Clearly the supplied roofing materials for just about every hut was, <laughs> yeah. was supplied by the NCB um, at the time. Black and white check. Yeah, there uh, were white with a black with black lines, black squares. There were oh yes. The the National Coal Board supported the um, <laughs> the, the allotment holders very well. So but what
0: was grew- what was that then? What was that coming from, Neil, for people who might not know?
2: Sorry, sorry, Paul. Say that again.
0: Sorry, for people who might not know that reference, what what is that we're talking about on the roofs?
2: Yes, it, it was um like plastic, like plastic. oil. It was like oil cloth. It was plastic, very very durable, very expensive, of no doubt, mm. <laughs> um, because it survived for years. If you go to the allotments now and look, you'll still see that a lot of them. I think they did change the colour at one time, but. You can just look and you think, mm, yeah, NCB, <laughs> <laughs> as well as as well as um, axe handles, screws,
0: mm. nails.
2: Yeah, the the NCB really did support allotment <laughs> holders very very well. Whether, whether they, they, knew they knew it or not.
0: not. <laughs> yeah. Betsy. I mean, I don't know how you sit down and have your dinner when you've named the chicken you're then eating. I I, I, I don't know. (laughs) But, you know, they do say that um, we really should understand and know a lot more about the food chain and the food that we have on our plates. Um, I just think naming them is probably best uh, not done. Me. And a three-legged pig. I, I don't even know where to begin with Neil telling that story. Take it with a pinch of salt, or however you like your bacon. Oh no, I'm starting to tell Neil jokes. Right, well, that's a shorter than usual, or or shorter than recent episode there, to round off our allotment tales. I'm going to try and get a, a little session to catch up with Jacqueline and, and see if she has any allotment stories Before we move on to the next few episodes, so there might be a bonus episode coming in the next couple of days if we can get that sorted. But other than that, I hope you've enjoyed the last couple of episodes uh, talking about allotments and gardening and greenhouses and recycling and all those things. It's been lovely recording those. There were some wonderful things said on Facebook as well. Some I want to thank all the people that shared their stories there. I can't unfortunately get in to pull that up for this episode today, so I might add those on to a future episode as well. Speaking of future episodes, I really do want to get people involved. It's it's really easy for me to interview you. You know, I can um, I just send you a little link via uh, Messenger in Facebook or via your emails or even text message you it you tap on that link at an agreed time and all you have to do is i think you type in your name and an email address and it opens up a little link between the two of us and it records our conversation and then when we're done i press stop and it's done and you get a little email when i include it in an episode so you know when to listen I'd really like as many people as possible to kind of pitch in to future episodes just so we can expand the voices of the Northeast a bit. It's lovely to talk to the regulars, but I guess everyone has stories that I want to showcase on this show. Um, future episodes that I want to do include um, The Last Days of Woodhorn Pit. If you saw a recent post I shared from Woodhorn Museum into Ashton Remembered, And uh, so many people have commented on there about their families connected to that pit when it closed. So I definitely want to do an episode about that. If you've got any memories of the pit or any memories of the Woodhorn mine in itself or family that worked there and you'd like to share them on the show, please visit our page, which is anchor.fm forward slash voices from the northeast. And you can tap the message button and you can leave me a one-minute story and I will include that in an episode. But if you'd like to actually do an interview like Neil Nelner have done and other people, then either comment on Facebook when I post something in Ashington Remembered or drop me an email at podcastnortheast at gmail.com. Tell me what you want to talk about and I'll get back in touch with you as quick as I can. Other episodes I want to do, I, I really want to um, explore the uh, working Men's Clubs of Asherton, because we've touched on them now in a few episodes, and we've done it again there tonight where we've mentioned the leak shows, and I really think there's a whole set of stories there to explore. I know stories that my mum have touched and dad have touched on in the past as well, with uh, places like the Northern Comrades Club and other places like that, and I think there'd probably be some wonderful stories to share. So again, if you've got a story from the working Men's Clubs, Uh, and it's not entirely Phoenix (laughs) Nights, then please get in touch and share them with me. The other one that is definitely on the slate episodes-wise to record is all about the cinemas that used to exist in Asherton. Hard to believe there was more than one at any time when uh, you see how long we've now gone without just a single cinema in the town. So it would be really good to capture people's memories of the cinemas that used to be here. Alright then ladies and gents, thank you as always for tuning in and listening to another episode. I hope it's been fun, I hope it's brought back some lovely memories for you. Please keep sharing the show with your friends and loved ones. It's uh, easy sending our hyperlink to anyone in your email address um, list and it's just as easy to share us on Facebook with your friends or even just text message people to say open your podcast app on your phone and type in Voices from the Northeast and hear some original stories from the people that live here. Alright, take care everybody. We're easing lockdowns, so life is returning to some kind of new normal. I hope you're all still safe and well, and I hope you continue to be. Bye-bye for now.